Bam, bam, bam. Are you ready to chat shit today? I'm ready today to chat shit. Okay. Um, but it's going to be wait. pretty shit. <laughs> oh, I guess we don't if because because uh, we're not recording video today. So I guess all of our banners are kind of for nothing. huh? No, well, it's for us to remember what we're talking about. <laughs> That's true. That was always their point in the first place. It's for us to know what we were talking about and to mislead the viewers with inside jokes that only we can see. And by right, you, but, I mean but, listeners. But we can, because there's no video, we can record with our shirts off if we want to. That okay. Can, I'm going to still keep wearing all the clothes I own, like Ebenezer Scrooge going to bed. But yeah. This could be content for the Patreon. <laughs> We're like, if you pay yeah, extra, if you pay extra, <laughs> we'll delete it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only fans want us these videos of our butts gone. Dude, that, but that's such a great idea to start broadcasting stuff that nobody wants to look at and that you, if you sponsor me, I'll stop. <laughs> that's you, actually, I love that. I love that a lot. If you keep paying, I won't make things. <laughs> wait, could, wait a minute. Fuck. Could this be like an inverted Patreon, but for like B, C, and D list celebrities that like everyone's sick of, where like it can almost be like a Patreon if they make nothing? Oh, man. That's pretty great. Like if it was like a Gary Busey type character where it's like all we have to do, just $5 a month well, keeps I'll, him I'll in pay, his cave. I would pay a dollar a month to never hear the words Rudy Giuliani ever again, which is crazy. Yeah. But like it, it's contingent upon him being gone. The second I hear his name, it's like it stops. So it's like, yeah, like you're it's able an incentivizer. To for like a yeah. Or it's just an incentivizer to like you know, cast no shadow, go away. Like, I, I don't know. It's 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 only a tenth baked, Jeff, but I feel like there is like a world-changing idea there. <laughs> no only fans. Lonely fans. No? Well, know. no, it's, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's got to be its own name. It's got to have like some sort of name where it's a word, but like one or two of the vowels is removed, so the domain is cheaper. True. Like flim flam only fanner fl flammer. <laughs> all right, uh, what is all right? So where do we start? Let's can we start with uh, a little positivity on my behalf because it won't be much of it. Fine. All right. So the other day uh, on the weekend, or I mean, actually, technically, we should start with with your game though because that happened first, right? Um, I guess if we're doing it chronologically. Okay. So, man, you just robbed yourself of the one little bit of happiness that you it. negotiated. It's coming. <laughs> we'll see. I'm sure Jeff will be fair in his Arsenal versus uh, United screen time today, as he always is. Um, yeah, it was that was a tough game. Like, Brentford is such a tough nut to crack at home in the Premier League. I mean, I think even away at times, I mean, I think they did the double over City last year. They beat us down the stretch at home in a game where we really needed the points, and it was like one of the straws that kind of broke the camel's back of our title challenge. And so when that game got to like the 88th minute, it really didn't, I don't know, it didn't feel like a game that was like destined to become three points. And so the fact that Havertz, of all people, got his first sort of non-penalty goal last minute winner i think that's huge and then you know jumping ahead a bit to have him continue that momentum tonight it's pretty great but i'll leave it with there i don't have too much more to say about it other than they're just well, they're Brentford, a really Brentford were, but they were a different animal last year uh like still having ivan tony but kind of having i mean i think they smacked us around the beginning of the season last year yeah uh, I like, want to say that's right. But but then without Tony, it's more like they're just trying to survive. So they can play organized and they can be uh very compact and they and they and what's that guy's name who's like their new counterattacking threat that's he's but he's not Ivan Tony, the goal scorer. He's like Oh, um sorry. Giving you homework. Giving you homework. I just figured you maybe would remember from, from that match. But uh I can't from like so. three days ago. You're yeah. overestimating my memory so much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I was surprised he didn't beat them by a bit more. Uh, I feel like we beat them by that, by that scoreline this year. Um, but yeah, so they're tough though. I mean, but also like, part of, part of what you did, part of what you did last year that worked in your favor was 
collecting ugly results even, but like they keep they kept stacking up and accumulating. Uh and 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 all teams that win silverware have to do that uh multiple times throughout the season. So I mean yeah. Good job. Here's your cupcake. <laughs> it felt like we had sort of pressed the the nitrous button of that season. Like if nitrous was destiny, we like pressed the button on it too early last year where like we could have really used a little bit more of it down the stretch, but we had already sort of like just to stay top of the league for as long as we did kind of took all the magic we had. You should have saved that nitrous for after the season, you know, for the off season. Oh yeah. That would have been good. Less, less inhalants, less drugs. Oh no, I was going to say, uh, that's the time to do it. Right. Like, <laughs> um fuck what else do we got to talk about oh yeah all right so then after that match uh manchester united played against everton by the way can you hear me okay i'm not sure if I, I can might be, am i being loud enough uh you could be a little louder but i think you're just okay. a little bit louder now won't you me? <laughs> and that's enough we have to pay money if we talk if we do any more of that <laughs> Um, all right, so we played Everton uh, right after they were given a 10-point uh, Premier League table deduction due to what is kind of a rounding error on TurboTax, really, when you think about it, compared to the 115 charges brought against Manchester City. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we will get to that uh, later. But in this match, in the in the prelude to the match, everyone's like, oh, this is, of course, United have to play Everton when they've basically just been pissed all over in public and are going to be out to, like, kill somebody. Uh, and and, the, and it was going to be, you know, in Goodison Park. So we assumed that the the, the stand would be, like, shaking with, <clears throat> with anger, angry, positive energy towards their team. Uh, but they didn't even get the chance to do that. Because in like the second minute, uh, Diogo Dallo, like, I don't know if jinx is the right word, like kind of like dribbles his way to the to the corner and, uh, and heads inward and crosses the ball to that's behind Alejandro Garnacho, who uh, runs backwards and hits the most perfect bicycle kick goal that I've ever seen. Certainly live, maybe in highlights. Um and 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 it just was like the most amazing sucker punch I've ever seen. The the entire atmosphere was then like <laughs> sucked out of the of the building for for a little while. Uh, and then uh, it was kind of a weird back and forth match after that, where like Everton had clear cut chances that they just couldn't put away, uh, and Onana made a few good saves, which is yeah. Let's just hang on to that as a <laughs> as a context. Um, but all in all, like like we scored again, and then in the end, uh, I think it was Bruno scored, and then or no, no, it was uh, we we earned a penalty kick, and then Bruno gave the ball to Rashford to take the penalty kick, who has been on life support uh, this season without Luke Shaw to help him, uh, and he he buried it. Uh, that was real nice of Bruno. Like a lot of people give Bruno some shit, but like he does what he can to like lift up his teammates, and that's clear. And everyone inside the dressing room. What shit does he less... really get? I feel like he well, he's like of one his of the theatrics, his like emotional oh, yeah. outbursts. Uh, people yeah. like freak out at him, and also the fact that he you know misplays a lot of passes, trying to to do things and trying to make things out of nothing. Uh, he fucks up a bunch. Like that's it's almost like part of. Part of the high risk ball is that it's a high risk ball. It's a risk of turnover. Right. Um, but anyway, just a three nil, a three nil win that was less comfortable than three nil should feel like that should be right. like you, you've got your foot on someone's neck almost in in, in, the, in a metaphorical sense. And in, in, in this game, oh, I could have uh, skipped that just for our benefit. But um, did the crowd get back into it at any point in the game, or was it just enough goals, just think, evenly think, spaced out enough for them to like kind of? I think they did until the second goal, and then it was a kick in the dick. A little like I, yeah. I feel like they they were still in it. the The fact is, and and I wanted to talk about this with you. Uh, we've scored a few really great goals, uh, like that requ require inarguable talent, but that are really hard to replicate at scale 
Mm. Like when you can't count on Alejandro Garnacho bicycle kicks to like consistently win in the, whether the Premier League is what we're talking about, the Champions League, the FA Cup, like those moments will happen, but you can't say, all right, I'm going to order four or five miracles for this game. Like you, right. It's not, it's not, it doesn't work that way. And sometimes miracles don't happen. And sometimes you just miss hit that. And it's not the most perfect bicycle kick. It's something that we joke about the next day. Right. And like hey. it, it's, 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 it's a game of, you know, fine margins and, and in a way, like after the Everton match and then before the match that we're about to talk about, I'm kind of bummed out that like we're still very reliant on like individual players like yeah. being on fire versus like a team that is set up to automatically give itself a chance to win every single match, which yeah. is what a good system does. I don't know how you feel about that, Jeff. I don't know. It definitely, it reminds, just hearing you talk about it, it reminds me of the Olivier Giroud era where like, he was sort of casually scoring like 14 goals every year, but then like four of those goals, like some of the like highlights, like as you were saying, like, I don't know if I've seen that like in person or like while it was like watching live or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I remember that. Cause like, I remember watching like the scorpion kick goal and he would have these crazy ones, but then there'd be so often where he's just like, all right, just tap it in. Don't tap it. Oh no, you did it over again. You know? And, yeah, that's tough. And I think, I don't know. I, I do feel like, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to steal the thunder of the next topic, but I you do feel, <laughs> I don't. do feel like United are just like becoming a good team suddenly. And I didn't see that coming. I did not have that on my bingo card. This well, young we were, we midfielder. Were like, here's the thing. We were a good team last year. Not a great team, but a good one. Yeah. More often than not, we were a good one. And some of the key players uh, that made that possible were either injured the whole season, uh, you know, or suddenly missing due to a number of reasons. Yeah. Uh, and then I can't, I can't even say, uh, oh, United have an, more injuries than everyone else. I mean, there was a point where we did, but now at this point, it's more like everyone's got nine or like, like yeah. it's some insane number for everybody. <clears throat> Um, I think I keep coming back to the feeling that because of all those injuries, because we don't have the squad depth to compete on four fronts right now with rotation, we, we can, we can fake it for a year with no rotation, which is what we saw last year. Yeah. We're just like the same 12 players, 13 players. Um, all of this and, and all of what we're going to talk about with this next other match, uh, that happened today there's a pressure building and the pressure is there because we need to do well because if we don't do well. Our finances take a hit, our earnings take a hit. And the reason that matters, the reason we can't just suck for a year and then hope that these new owners will just, you know, they'll get us there in a couple seasons. Like, because we are collapsing under the weight of like a billion in debt and like, we are collapsing under the fact that we have no financial fair play room because we've bought so poorly. We can't sell. Uh, everything we do is like loan for, for, for half of their wages for until their contract runs out. And then we don't have any money to buy good players. So we will be in like this, like death's embrace if we don't do well, like the money will recede more, which means we can spend even less, which means it's even more about Veghorst loans and more Sofian Amrabat loans. And like even less, even less ability to spend on the on the splashy stuff we've seen in recent seasons to to no effect, because the money's just gone. And if we spend, we will get banned or point deductions. So like I don't know, man. That's my rant. It it is kind of crazy to watch this point deduction come in, and it makes you realize of like, like on some level, I don't know all the details of the case as well as I probably should as a licensed podcaster within the soccer mm -hmm. community. But I think I get the feeling that Everton sort of spent the money in good faith thinking like they were gambling on themselves of like, we need to invest in ourselves so that we can stay up so that we can keep making the Premier League big bucks. And then, um, you know, the books are sort of going to balance themselves. And I think they didn't realize they were going to be flirting with death for several years in a row when right. I mean, not that long ago, they were in the quote unquote big six. Um, you talk about and, when Mashiri started really splashing the cash, right? 
Well, then, but even like, because if I rem- if I remember correctly, like these these go back to like pretty recent, some of them, and they seem to have just like prosecuted them at light speed. Um, I mean, we'll get into that later, but it's definitely been prosecuted a bit quicker than other teams well, in the northwest Everton of England. Said, Everton raised their hand and said, "Okay, we th- we're coming forward. We made an error." And like mm. they were like, cool. So you admitted it, you're a bitch. And then they got punished. And City are just like, what emails? What what emails? Yeah. What's our I name? mean, it it you know what it reminds me of? This is like a weird reference, but it's kind of like how when Louis C.K. got canceled, his response was, You know what? I made some mistakes and I'm sorry about that. And that sorry doesn't make up for it, but like I am his response was getting canceled. Trump raped everyone, and he's just like she did it. No, no, she's a rapist. <laughs> like that's like his only comeback. And it's like, well, if you if you never admit it, it's like the same reason you should never talk to a cop or whatever. It's like as until they have that confession, it's not an open and shut case. But also like the the Premier League and like how I mean, I don't why the Premier League almost feels a little bit just like the government in the UK to me. As I know, an outsider who doesn't deal with that on a day-to-day basis, but a, a, a multi-time visitor, um, it, it they feel all right. So I'm gonna talk about this while Jeff steps away, but then he's gonna come back and nod his head to whatever I've just said. So I'm gonna say, <laughs> no, I'm not going to take advantage. I didn't. I didn't say anything, Jeff. I was listening the whole time. I had headphones in. I was about to say a bunch of shit and then try to get you to uh, to be like, yeah, 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 I agree. But no, I was, I was comparing the Premier League to the English government, to the British government, uh, in terms of, like, their vibe. Ah. We're like, it's like, it's like, it's typically fair, but mostly just bows down to money. Yeah, I mean, I guess to a certain extent, that's, uh, that's all of it. <laughs> no, but like... But like sometimes it's pre- it's predictable when CD doesn't get in trouble. The same way it's predictable when Trump still isn't in jail for making multiple threats against like I think it was judges and witnesses yeah. and whatnot. I don't know. I don't want to spread false news and shit. But that happened. <laughs> false news. This is even worse than fake news. <laughs> this is said, real. Just wrong. So, so 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 that's what I said. That, so I, I said it in liberal. I'm sorry. I should have translated. It's mm. Fake news. Yeah. Fake news. Um. Yeah. The world is a fucked up place, isn't it? Um. I do. I do wonder if in any way. I mean, because it was about this time last year that a lot of like the serious allegations. I mean, obviously, in pubs and on you know noted soccer podcasts, people have been talking about how Man City was cooking the books for a long time but there were actual like charges and investigations and it started around this time last year and this was also if you remember when city and arsenal were locked in this two-team race and i just remember thinking there's no way we only have six months for them to like deduct them points there's no way it'll happen obviously since then 12 months have elapsed and we're no closer to an end it does make you wonder what the timeline of it is because it's like who's the like I hope that we're the team that is in second place when they get their 20-point deduction or whatever. Well, we, we're, we're not getting news updates about the case against City the way that we're getting news updates on the case against Trump. It's kind of interesting in that it's mm. just total, totally like a secluded process for this. Yeah. Uh, like, Which benefits but, but them. The, but the Premier League announced the charges, so clearly there is an intent to punish them or else the Premier League would have wanted to make them go away and just ignore them. Not no, like in a, yeah. in a way, the fact that we know anything at all about it is a sign of some part of that system working. And then it was assigned to an independent tribunal that is meant to be deciding the, the repercussions for this. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I was just going to say like there, there's this weird impulse towards like propriety, I guess you could say, I don't know if that's the right word of like, um, there's a sort of secretness around the secretiveness around the culture of like accusations in the UK. I think partially because they have very strict like libel and slander laws. And then also um, like a lot of the rules around like when people get charged with actual crimes and whatnot, like you, you, it's, it's similar to the whole thing with like the Thomas Parday mess where it's like, they, they've never said his name. You know what I mean? 
and but so you're have... left to sort of fill in the blanks and i feel like they are misreading the room on this because ultimately like this sort of prosecution is prosecuted in the court of public opinion and when there's gonna eventually it's gonna go to arbitration and they're gonna fight and fight and fight like they kind of need there to be like riots of people waiting you know i think that i think that that's a part of it and if they can't get that i don't know if they can't keep people interested in like solving this crime then it won't get solved i mean i'm interested i'm there's just like nothing it's it's almost like the sale of manchester united it's it's taken over a year i've heard nothing <laughs> yeah sounds, it sounds interesting we're right here where they left us I mean, do you think they all right? Let's just let, like like gun to our heads, metaphorical gun to our heads. Do you think that they are going to get punished? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. No? And then, what do you think that's going to be? Do you think it's going to be like a slap on the wrist, or do you think it's going to be like titles stripped away, or relegation, or points deduction that ensures relegation, or something? Or you I think mean, they'll get like a one year transfer ban, which they'll survive with ease? I mean, if Everton got 10 points for essentially like a silly mistake, you know what I mean? Then for someone like the things that they're accused of, they're accused of like setting up like setting up fake companies, you know, that don't exist, that exist out of a P.O. box so they can move money around to like, you know, get rid of, you know, some of the laws that they're breaking are not. Like, it's one thing to break FFP rules, but, like, there's a lot of, like, actual financial fraud. You know, like, the kinds of stuff that, like, Trump the, himself is on trial for. But the Premier, like, League, Premier League won't be a judge to that. This is this is the true. sporting the sporting uh, punishment for doing that versus, like, the, the criminal punishment, which sure. I also think there should it's be. It's never going to happen. Yeah. I don't think that'll ever happen. But, but I do think that, like... In terms of the severity, if like for I guess before you think of what it is, you should think of what it what should it be, and what should it be is, it should be like I mean if Everton got a ten point deduction, City ought to get an eighty point deduction. They ought to get ten points off for the next twenty years. You know, it doesn't. What they've done is so many like exponential levels worse than what Everton did that it it makes you think. I mean, if FFP is going to be ever truly respected. I think they have to give City the Juventus treatment where they go down a few leagues and they are very hamstrung financially. And maybe there's some rules put around the ownership group and sort of whether or not they can keep being that. And But you got to wonder who is who has the authority to do this? Like I remember a while ago, wasn't there discussion about like an independent sport person in the British government that's like their minister of... Well, there's... Um, there's supposed There's to be someone the who's court of arbitration regu- a regulator. No, but like a sorry, a oh, regulator okay. is meant to, to be brought in to like keep it keep it legal, keep it sustainable, all of those yeah. things. Uh that would have and, and I'm sorry, I don't have enough information to really talk about that. But like I I don't have the hope that the people that are in charge have the best interest of the game long term in mind versus just no maybe shorter to medium term financial interests. I mean, we've seen the documentaries about the Super League. Like these are the people that, you know, we're talking about in a lot of cases. Yeah. No, I think I think it'll take a very long time for them. And I think ultimately, you know, it's the same as you know, we've if you're looking for an American equivalent, you look at all the like college football programs that have gotten in trouble for recruiting scandals and things over the years and they've had to vacate titles and it's like does anyone give a fuck? You know what I mean? Like if you were the one that got to go sit at the Rose Bowl and watch your team lift that trophy, do you, are you do you care that Reggie Bush was given like $5,000 in an envelope? Nobody gives a shit. And I think it'll be a similar realm with this where it's like, I don't know. Let's say that they were financially doping last year. You know, like. I'm spiteful. No, I, want, I want to fucking punish them. <laughs> I mean, I, I do. But at the same time, it's like you can't you can't unwin that title all the way for me where it's like, there's never going to be a feeling, even if they are like sort of pronounced guilty of something, there's never going to be a feeling of like, Oh yeah. Arsenal won it in 2022, 2023. They didn't, you know what I mean? Somebody runs over your family member with their car and there's a financial payout is, are you made whole? I mean, I don't think that's the case for most crimes where there's a victim. 
And in this case, That's financial true. doping. Financial doping, you could argue there are 19 victims, or you can argue there are 20 victims, or you could argue there are 500 million victims. Yeah. I guess I guess the point that I'm trying to make, if I was making a point, is more like as long as as long as the punishment is so much smaller than the possible reward, then it's not going to stop Newcastle from doing it. It's not going to stop City from doing it again. It's not going to stop PSG. You know, they're all going to do it. They're going to and they're going to be better at doing it than Everton. They're going to have these vast shell companies, and you know, they're going to tweak around the edges of the rules where they can, and they're going to they're going to make it work. If you have enough lawyers, you can do it. Is the game gone? I feel like the, the game might be gone. I don't know, but at the same time, like I don't know. As it's long a as somber pod, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, somber, somber. I, I think as long as they, um, I think as long as they meet out some punishment, that's all. Like we need some punishment, but we need some for sure. If I they think get they nothing, should, then it's over. I think they should get the Juventus treatment and get sent to Syria. C. That would be great if the, if they had to play in like some southern Italian league. And then we get like a madcap comedy starring Robert De Niro as the coach. They're like, wait, we figured out a loophole that allows us, if we get promoted in just the right way, we can get back into the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. The original English tier system included Sicily. <laughs> Somehow, if we get promoted into the Champions League through Italy, it can be spread through sexual contact to... <laughs> the old Palermo Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a disease. Good job. <laughs> um, all right. Why does this always happen to me, Jeff? So today, Why does it always today was the Champions League, which uh, this year has been a Halloween-themed Champions League for me. Yeah, for United in general. Yeah, Did you so see it's characterized Tifo uh, to that effect. No, I didn't. I didn't know. They had a giant banner hanging in the crowd that said something like "Your nightmare isn't over" or something like that, alluding to the way that the Champions League has gone this year. But also, they also isn't that also what they call that stadium though? Maybe. It's because it's such an intense, loud, passionate, dangerously stacked atmosphere that like it's intimidating to visit yeah. there. Yeah, certainly and, intimidated and, the referees a bit today. I saw some fan online that was not a United fan on Iran. Well, I'm I'm jumping the shark a little bit, but like I'm not jumping the shark. I'm just fucking this up. So basically, today Champions League, <laughs> we had to win against Galatasaray, Turkish team. I should be saying all of this. I'm not. But basically, we went up uh, almost immediately on another Garnacho goal. So right off the bat, he's just like, fuck you, goal. And then I was like, holy crap, is he like really, really like ready to step up and become like an impact player? Because it seems like it's been that way for the past week now. And and then uh, I think we, we scored again. We're up 2-0. And it's like, holy shit, like this is looking pretty good. And then they score right before halftime. Oh, by the way, the, the second goal was a Bruno Fernandez shot that had a 0. .02 xG. Oh wow! So it was like just a Bruno shot from nowhere. It was beautiful. I should also say that up until 20 minutes before the match, we weren't sure if they were going to play the match because it had been pouring. Like the heavens had been opened up all day. So like I saw, and there was video. like a crazy lightning storm going on. Where I'm like, is this really safe? <laughs> like, welcome to hell. Um, but. <laughs> But basically, I saw one of the match officials, like one of the people that were surveying the pitch before the match, taking a ball, throwing it up in the air and seeing if it bounced at all. And sometimes it would just drop to the ground and stay there. Yeah. Because there's like a Not, layer of water. <laughs> it's the exact wrong conditions to play in that stadium. <laughs> but it stopped raining uh, about, I guess, like maybe an hour before, half hour before, something like that. So they played. And maybe just the fact that it was a crazy goal fest in the end is partly to to attribute to the weather but like holy shit so uh hakeem ziek scores the the goal that made it 2-1 is a free kick that like he shoots it right where onana is standing and onana jumps away from where he was standing and like it yeah lets that it was in. if he just had not moved at all it would have been like <laughs> right into his arms so but i'm like all right you know, what can you do? We just need to, like, remain aggressive. And we were. If I were trying to be very charitable to Galatasaray there, I'd say they had, they had some excellent wall movement. You know, like their own guys who were in the wall had a really nice sort of parting of the Red Sea moment to let that ball through. Um, but, yeah, 
That's when you know you're struggling for compliments. I've had movements like that before. It's no big deal. (laughs) Isn't that a nice movement? Um, And then when it was was 3-1, fuck, who scored the third goal? It was Garnacho, Bruno, some other person. (laughs) Um, Fuck, who scored that third goal? This isn't a good podcast. (laughs) So so we went up 3-1. It was, oh, it was the McTominay one where like they, they oh, yeah, uh, it came down the right wing, got crossed in on the ground. It was a great little finish. Thank God one of us is paying attention to the to the match, Jeff. Um, <laughs> but we're up three one, and then there's an uh, another goal by some sub. I want to say. I think the second one was Zia... also Zayek. Really? Fuck, man! I could be. Wrong. I was just. Look. No, you're right. You're right. So then there's another free kick. And Akeem Ziyech takes it. Again, it's like a very poorly taken free kick. And Onana like slaps it kind of into the into the net. It was perplexing. Like he looked that like That was the oh, second goal. That was the Ziyech one, right? Yeah, Denise. yeah, yeah. But but, but like, both of them have been that was that was the kick. worst one. Even the first one, I'm like, I get how you look silly here, but like you're kind of guessing and like you get wrong footed. Like you see goals like that where the guy leans left and then it goes over there and it's like, well, okay. But that that free kick, it was like, dude, it's in your hands. I do wonder like if it's a dry ball. You know what I mean? Like there's there's little things, there's little okay. Factors. But let's say that let's say it is as insanely wet, giggity, as I mm-hmm. am suggesting that it is. Should we then not be testing the other keeper even more? And I mean, we had right. a ton of chances. Even after they tied at three three, you'd think, oh, United's gonna, you know, fall back and be pathetic. And we had, we had like five or six chances in the last four minutes. It wasn't like we yeah. were attacking them. There were Palestri was six inches away from the fucking goal and he couldn't put it in. That that was, if that's the one I believe it was where it came off the goalie and came back to him, and it's like. He still somehow managed to not score, and it was like, okay, sometimes the football gods just punch down. Right, and also we had a lot of like inexperienced players taking shots from distance that were nowhere near being on target. Yeah, and like that well, frustrates a weird me. Roller coaster of a game emotionally because there were moments in it that felt very similar, like Arsenal's game, just which we'll get to in a minute. It felt like a victory lap the whole time. Whereas, and so when someone took a shot from 40 yards out, even if it had no chance, it was kind of like, well, okay, it seems like the time to try that. But you guys were doing that. And then in the end, it became this game of razor thin margin. Yeah. But in your case, it's like work is already done. So have fun, kids. Uh, Right. And in our case, it's like we are already in such a shit position because of how we have performed in the other matches where Onana has had multiple what-the-fuck goal allowances in our group stage. Yeah. But other than that, we attacked really well. Just like we were, we attacked pretty decently in the end against... Actually, we didn't attack decently against Bayern. We've attacked decently in two matches in a row. But, like, we played well enough to still be in matches in the, in the, in the group stage. We should have won against Copenhagen if Rashford hadn't gotten a red card for what we remember being... Uh, a very harsh red card, uh, and Onana punting the ball into the net. So, like, uh, clearly we don't deserve to stay in the Champions League. Uh, clearly we don't deserve to be there. But, like, I just chance, don't get... Right? I don't get why, though. He's, like, got the ability to be amazing. I don't understand why this is happening. Like, why is it that mm. anyone who comes to this club, it's, like, other than, you know, Bruno... And Garnacho, really, it's like anyone who comes to the club, it's like kryptonite. I don't know. Do you really think that? Yeah. Every I mean, player that comes here that is a lauded player becomes real bad. Hmm. Who would... People would have Martinez. killed someone for Sancho. <laughs> yeah. That one is one of the craziest ones because, I mean, he was a guy where I think other teams would have outbid you if they could. You know what I mean? Like it got to what 110 million, well, he's and been out, I think he's, there were a lot of people that valued him at 150. They just didn't have it. He's been out for like fucking eight months. He because he had this injury and then came back and then played and badly then in preseason and then needed to have it resurgeried. So like, 
He just hasn't. Well, but I thought, ball. isn't he out now because of like his little tiff with Ten Hag or whatever? Martinez? Oh, no, sorry. I thought you were talking about Sancho still. No. Oh, sorry. sorry. Well, I guess both of those names were names someone would have tried to outbid us. Yeah, 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 et cetera. Yeah. Sorry. I, I got that. I was not following. All right. So, yes. So, regardless, everyone sucks when they come here. Like, there, there's, it's, it's clearly a Duran. mentality thing because we're putting ourselves in positions to win all of these matches. We are going ahead. Yeah. Lately by multiple goals. And then it's just a total capitulation every fucking time. Somebody yeah. shits the fucking bed in, an, in a spectacular way more than one time. I don't understand. I just don't understand, Jeff. Well, I, uh, I wouldn't understand either. And I wouldn't be upset if I thought <laughs> there was a, an opportunity to write this ship longer term. But without the money of the Champions League, there will not be the chance to have more competent people make big yeah. purchases. There will not be money for that. I mean, I still think you guys got a decent little chance of scooching into the next round because Bayern's going to come Bayern in. Munich? Well, but you're going to be playing Bayern B or C, and then we Copenhagen and Galatasaray draw. So you got a chance. Dude, we Is it home or away? It's at Old Trafford, but who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you did lose to Galatasaray there. We've lost to everybody. We don't deserve, if we progress through this round, there are no champions making their way through. <laughs> I don't know. My All right, let's talk, let's talk about your dumb success. It was a weird game where it's like, like in a weird way in terms of matches that you enjoy, the ones where you, there's few that you end up winning 6-0. It's like, by halftime, I was barely paying attention. You know what I mean? Because it's like, all right, well, this is cool. Uh, let me check in with the old phone over Cause here. Because you were up 5-0 at halftime, so the yeah, game exactly. was over. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, at that point, it's like a weird one where the only thing that's left is like, it's like either we could continue on this path or we could have, we could suffer one of the, you know, like season-altering defeats of all time. Maybe I'm weird that I think that way, but. I just think about there's always those like weird games where you're up four nil and then somehow you don't win, and uh, you never want to do that. You you need to be looking through a red tinted lens. <laughs> so Arsenal beat a uh, French club. Ah, Long. Whatever. I'm not speaking French for this podcast or for any woman. Um, but you, you, you beat you beat them, and I've had multiple good L E N S uh, word plays since then, which has been the only. And they just been flying right over my beanie, slightly feverish head. Maybe they're not as good as I thought they were. <laughs> no, it was a good game. I mean, it it, it is interesting what you said because when we were texting a bit before the uh, the podcast and. Like you were sort of uh, making light of the fact that a lot of these goals were not exactly Garnacho overhead kicks. Um, you know, you, you, I believe you called them tap-ins, which is slanderous. But but, that, but, um, but, but in a way, but, that's what but, you... Go ahead, tell me. I was going to say, I, in a way, that's... Um, I was going to say, in a way, that's kind of what you want. Like, it, it, do, it, it did feel like the kind of game where I'm like, oh, this is an offensive system that's working because every five minutes there's another chance that looks pretty good, you know? And that's what I, when I texted Jeff this information, this opinion, actually, <laughs> uh, I didn't think he was going to take it defensively. I thought he was going to get that it's like creating constant high XG opportunities is the objective of football. That's the game. Just because not everything can be a Garnacho bicycle kick, probable goal of the year, already called. Uh, doesn't I'd rather have seven goals than one amazing one that I'll never forget. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that goal in a season that we're probably going to finish fucking seventh. So, yeah. like, I'd much rather have the bounty of easy goals that uh, propel my team to success. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you think about it, though, you, you watch those, like, top 10 goals. It's always, it's 10 terrible ideas that somehow worked out. You know what I mean? Like, you look at it, it's like just a defender being like, and, like, kicking it from 40 yards out, and then it 
squeaks in the corner and then everyone loves him. But you can sometimes you can almost see the looks on people's face. We're like, God damn. Oh, all right. Like it, it's yeah. Often the best goals are not. I don't know. I mean, because is there like a reverse um, Zidane or not Zidane um, uh, Zlatan out there where it's like like a guy who just I guess it'd be like Muller or something. Where it's like it's a guy who never does like the theatrically great stuff, but is just constantly producing. Nat Nattles. Nat Nattles. Nattles. Nattles is the opposite of Zlatan. Oh. <laughs> it's not a backwards of Zlatan. Nattles. This isn't a world. Um, Nat Nattles uh didn't score a really swaggery goal. Nat he just stood there. Hmm. Is this gonna be our worst podcast? <laughs> no, we've had much worse. We've had we've had podcasts that we didn't even record correctly. That's this true. one will probably come in in high definition. Not recording the podcast correctly is kind of like locking your keys in your car, kind of. It's like that kind of self-defeating, <laughs> impossible to overcome. Just ruin ruiner of days. Ruiner of days. Hey, how about this? Let's mix it up. Let's not talk about football. Uh, what What are you watching, Jeff? Let's Let's talk about entertainment. Let's talk content. Uh, we can talk about your recent was it trip to Spain? No, no. I, I went up. I revisited Edinburgh, which I had only ever been to once before with my co-host of Meet the Soccer's one Skylar Hunt. Um, and I saw a lot of stuff that wasn't the basement. Uh comedy show at bars i'll tell you that did you tell me that you were there yeah i did didn't i, I, feel, I feel like we don't talk anymore oh because you're constantly yeah. on one of your seven yearly vacations <laughs> we do we do a lot of short ones so yeah we were only up there for like a few days i did i had to pull my ki kids out of school for like two days and so i told the school was like uh why because they're like very strict about that in the uk and I was like, oh, it was a family event. And then they were like, which one? <laughs> and then I was like... It's a family uh... tragedy. The tragedy <laughs> yeah. is that we're not in Edinburgh right now. <laughs> um, I told them that it was a vow renewal ceremony. And then at one point, we like walked into like a quaint old church. And then Rachel and I, we renewed our vows just to pretty much own... I mean, I guess a little bit of romance, but mostly despite the administration of my kid's school. That's very Nathan Fielder of you, like to do to make sure you can like have a great story for like Jimmy Kimmel or Seth Green. Was it Seth Meyers? Oh yeah, yeah. And so you just go, you go make sure that you do the you story. Go do all the things. <laughs> That's brilliant. You're yeah. a genius. All right, so uh, so then what, original question: What do you what are you watching? Let's talk about some of the stuff. Let's see. What am I watching these days? Um i have been enjoying the there's like a newish season of top boy and i feel like it's getting better as time goes on it Which, was a little slow remind our audience that's the show about the guy who fucks top boy no well kind of he does fuck but that's not what it's mainly about well, it's not no, it's, boy so it's, clearly he's more active in the <laughs> in the show top boy dun, 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 dun. <laughs> evil doers beware Oh, you took it differently. He'll come for meant... you down there. Okay, there we go. So, so it's a like superhero who sexually assaults you? <laughs> He's super rapist. <laughs> he only rapes the bad. No, we you don't have to him. feel sad. We transferred him to Spain. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, all right. Uh, so you're watching Top Boy. Did what I are you watching these days? I th did I text you about uh, the Squid Game reality show? Oh, yeah. I I didn't even really like Squid Game all that much, if I'm honest. But you didn't I, like it like conceptually, or it bothered you because it was mm -hmm. like a tough pill to swallow. I just I, it was more like it just I didn't get hooked. Like I kind of like it. Like I felt about Squid Games the way I feel about Black Mirror, where I like when other people talk about it because I think the ideas are interesting, but I just don't want to have to sit through the show. Well, you are in luck. <laughs> <laughs> have I got a deal for you, Jeff? <laughs> Um, all right, so basically the, the 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 original show, Korean drama meant to uh, demonstrate how like animalistic we are because of capitalism. Mm -hmm. Like we'll even people with like the best intentions, but they're all down on their luck. 
basically need money to keep living. So it's basically like a fight for your life. And then there's, they all get dragged into this giant uh, billionaires, like private closed circuit TV reality show with gambling, where it's like human beings competing for a ton of money. So it's super important for them to compete. And then if you lose the games, you get killed brutally or the games involve like brutal killing as part of the game. So you really want to win for multiple reasons. And then they're like, you know what? This thing that's meant to be like a satire, to, or not a satire, but like, um, is it a satire of capitalism? It's satire, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's satirized capitalism. Mm. Um, let's just do it for real. It's like, wow, you didn't read the book, did you? Like, <laughs> like they're just like, oh yeah, the games are fun. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> What's like the worst fate that someone has suffered in the game show it's so it, so in the it, you want are you talking about the reality one or you're talking about yeah. the drama well in the reality one there's no actual killing but when you get eliminated a little ink pouch that is like you can't nobody can see explodes as if you get shot in the chest with a gun so it's wow. a sim it's a simulated bullet splatter and it's it's to bleed through your clothes but really What's fucked up is more just like the how people are actually treating each other with this much money on, on the line, where it's like everyone is immediately showing their true colors. Wow. Uh, which they is there's friends, huh? this immediate tribal racism, like right off the bat. Wow. There is, and when I say tribal, I mean like it's like a prison where like the different ethnicities are almost mm. like grouping off. There's the people who are assessing who's weak and easily like able to eliminate and like just like not it's not like they're all trying to win and giving it their best go and it's all about like playing the game and at the end of the day where none of us are actually dying so you know someone's gonna get super lucky it's like people are like psychological warfare basically and sometimes it's being used on people where it's just like very ugly to witness and I can't look away, Jeff. So like the show bothers me. It makes me upset that like people yeah. are like this and that we live in a system where like money's all that matters and you can you can kill metaphorically <laughs> or literally, like if, if it means you profit. And like I, maybe it has this raised differently. It disgusts it really disgusts me. And I'm gonna watch the last four episodes of the season because it got released today. <laughs> Enjoy, my friend. But I think I think you should watch the reality show. Because it's like, it, it feels like something significant that has happened. Like, what was that prison experiment where they... Oh, yeah. People got Stanford to pick, prison. Yeah, where they, what, they got to pick the role of guards or prisoners, and then the guards started acting more brutal to the prisoners. And then yeah. it wasn't the other one where it's just about, like, being allowed to electrocute people. Oh, yeah. And, like, you're like, yeah, I'll electrocute that guy. No problem. <laughs> it's It seems like it's one of those things where it's like... But you, I mean, you pointed out about Black Mirror. Black Mirror is so important. And oh my God, do I, am I not in the mood for it ever? I know, yeah. It's like, it feels like homework to me. I mean, I've, I've seen Schindler's List, but I never feel like, you know what this day needs? Like, it's it's like, I, I look at the news for 10 minutes and I, I get a whole dosage of getting it, of getting what's bad and what's good and what needs we need to do less of and what we need to do more of. Hmm. Speaking of Schindler's list, <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time that I got in trouble for illegally downloading Schindler's list? Really? I, my, uh, well, so I was subletting an apartment while my apartment in Boston got ready and I downloaded it. So it was like, it was like a friend of a friend's kind of place. And they like, you know, I watched it and I felt moved by the human condition. And then, like the next day, they're like, oh my God, have you seen Schindler's List? And I'm like, isn't that obvious that I've changed? And then they were like, no, our internet service provider has gotten in touch and he's been downloading these torrents and can you please stop? Did he it, not we, say they're... congratulations on the culturally educated, uh, mature child you're bringing up? Yeah, just wants to like... What else does it say that I downloaded? Did, did you see Fellini in there? Five textbooks? <laughs> yeah um you, you downloaded a movie about charitable giving <laughs> no but uh yeah I, I visited the the factory from that movie like when we were in poland wow. it was uh yeah 
We I don't can know. find a way to go from football to to the Holocaust to cheer you up. <laughs> no, I don't well, know. This is the I'll leave you on that thought. Why? Like, I get. What are you supposed to do with that stuff? Like, I think it's weird that charge people for headsets to visit Auschwitz, even though I'm one of the people that paid for one of those heads. Well, headsets. that's probably a fundraising like donation element, right? Where it's like, I guess. For what? To keep the museums open and staffed. <laughs> so, they can, so they can sell some more headsets. No. I, I don't see a lot of people walking around with, with like a lot of Auschwitz tourist gear. Like this isn't necessarily a, a get rich quick scheme. Although when you're there, like, I don't know. I found people getting on my nerves so much. I'm like, are you really pushing me to get in line in front of me to see these so like, just, so like issue, you know, these terrible barracks or whatever? Your issue is the shadow of capitalism being cast across what is a uh, a national and global monument. Maybe. I mean, maybe even deeper than that. It's like it's just like, man, even in this one place, this should be a constant reminder to us to like embrace our better selves. Even here, we're like pushing and shoving to get through the gift shop quicker. Like, God right. damn it. Hey, we haven't talked about Israel and Palestine on the pod yet. Do you wanna do you wanna pool our knowledge or is this, is this uh, a man, if there was any justice in the world, the theme song would have started right after that question. <laughs> there, is, there isn't, but no, I mean there's a lot of bad things happening right now, and maybe that's just where my mind is going because of that fact. Yeah. Fucking okay. A. That is a bad thing. Do you have any good jokes you want to? <laughs> <leave us with? laughs> no, no, I don't. All right. Well, it's, it's been good talking, dude. Congratulations on your wins. Uh, Thank think you. Of me. Congratulations on your win uh, and draw, right. respectively. Goodbye, goodbye, Jeff. <laughs> See you, dude. Need the suckers. Need the